Well, I think like, you know, or whatever, like, boom, like, like whatever, um, you know, it's like, you know, um, you know, you know, um, 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 like, like, um, like whatever, you know, and like, or whatever, like, just like, it's like, like, it's like this, like, 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 <laughs> well, don't, don't hold back. Tell me how you really feel about incrementalism. <laughs> is like, like for what? You know, like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, things like that. Um, like, like, because we talk about racism so much, we actually aren't talking about race itself. It's just like, like, it's just like, you know, um, like, it's like, you know, and, and, and like, it's like, you know, it's like, because, um, you know, whatever, like, you know, like, like about, like, um, it's like, you know, you know, um, in my opinion, um, you know, you know, it's just like, you know, like, you know, like, 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 you know, so like, and like, um, like, you know, like, like, it's like, it's like, um, uh, because like, like, you know, you know, you know, it's like, like, um, you know, um, 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 it's like, 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 like for like you know like we are capable of so much than what we're doing right now like and like like you know blah 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 you know like like you know like and i quote i think um um you know you know uh uh you know um 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 uh, or like whatever um like you know we should be working the least amount we've ever worked um, you know, um, you know, you know, like, like, you know, like, you know, that's what I'm saying. Let's like have like, we're like, you have to like, to like, like, you know, um, um, cause I was like, um, you know, and it, I'm not allowed to say that. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble when I go back to work. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, um, um, this is amazing. Um, um, it, you know, about like, 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 so they're like, and, um, like actually like be like, like, you know, um, like, and, um, you know, you know, with like, you know what, like, oh. I, think, I think that's a great note to go out on. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. I, I don't even, you know, where do, where do I begin? Where do I begin with, uh, with that woman? Like, you know, what, like, like, I, you know, what I like. Oh my God, she's uh, not exactly uh, John F. Kennedy, right? <laughs> Very interesting story, or actually, it was a video that I watched last night. Somebody sent it to me a couple of days ago. Well, maybe they sent it to me over the weekend. I'm not sure, but it was called "The Brains Behind AOC," and it's like a little mini documentary. I guess it was about a ten-minute long piece about the group of uh, freshman congressmen that had basically been solicited for a casting call to become congresspersons. And at first I thought, this is ridiculous. I mean, this is the stuff that conspiracy, conspiracy nuts believe. You know, I, I'm sure that when I follow or click on any of these links, I'm going to end up at uh, InfoWars or something. But in fact, I didn't. It was an individual who made this film, an individual who makes films, and who also had an opening and got a message from somebody. And the more you listen to the clip or the more I watched this clip, 
the more I could see how this was entirely possible. This is a, oh, by the way, happy Tuesday. I'm in much better form today because I slept a lot. I went to bed early and slept until 5.15 this morning, woke up, and I finally felt normal. My back didn't hurt. My brain didn't hurt. My uh, eyes popped open at their usual time. I was chipper, and then I remembered that I had to be at work at 10 o'clock, and it was the end of my good mood. Not, you know, totally, but uh, definitely somewhat, because it means a lot of rushing, in the morning and I'm not the kind you know people say you get up at 515 that it shouldn't be any rushing get over four hours to get to work well it's a it's over an hour to drive and then I have other things you know and I don't just get up and and plan my show and go to work there are other responsibilities that people have and I am one of them not the least of which is it's nice to have a you know conversation with my husband <laughs> you know if I came home too tired and so this morning I felt like he deserved a few minutes of my time. And then that sped up my time clock. Forget about working out at the gym. When I do it, it's like it just it's, oh, makes everything more difficult. So I'm I'm just going to get, um, you know, pudgy and and be content. How about that? Nobody believes that for a minute, but I figured it was worth a shot. So anyway, I was watching this video of... Uh, this group that literally decided they would get these progressives to run. And there's a whole bootload of them. They want bootload, boatload. I guess it's a bootload if you're, you know, in certain countries. But they won seven seats out of some 25, I think, that they were trying to get. And uh, AOC being the leader of the pack, but others being uh, Representative Ilhan Omar from Minnesota, Representative Rashida Tlaib from Michigan. You have this Ariana Presley. Please, someone help me with this woman who wants to give 16-year-olds the right to vote. Not that there aren't mature 16-year-olds, but uh, they're the exception to the rule. I can only... Um, look back at myself at 16 and look at my children at 16 look at my grandchild who's a you know a, a preteen now coming up and uh soon before i know it i'll find a, a teenager a 16 year old they are not how can i say this gently they are not sufficiently mature there's gentle sufficiently mature to make a well-reasoned vote this morning when i was driving through my community, there was a guy sitting with a sign at the entrance gate, or exit gate in this case, because I was leaving. And I'm looking at it, I'm thinking to myself, they don't let anybody into this community, least of all with the sign, but I was really curious, like, what does the sign say? You know, maybe it's a, you know, world peace, uh, uh, maybe it's an anti-Trump or a pro-Trump. In my neighborhood, it would be an anti-Trump sign. And so I was curious, I circled back so that I could see it, and it was a vote today because it's a municipal election in Broward County and, and here in Palm Beach as well. Um, and there's some mayoral votes and some council votes and things of that nature. And the guy had a sign inside the community that said, vote for Becky Tooley. Now, there's a part of me, a side of me, 
that just really wants to engage with everybody who's part of any political process, doesn't matter if I'm with them or against them, I just feel like the need to engage. And then I remembered where I was. I was in the community in which I live, a community which I do not reflect their values or, well, maybe their values if they ever got back to values, but I definitely don't uh, represent their viewpoints and have had many an occasion where I came as close as one can possibly come to punching an old person in the face. I never did do it, but I thought about it repeatedly. And then I made a vow I would never engage in political conversations with the people in my community most of whom are seniors, many, you know, you have to be 55 or older to live in this community. And, uh, you know, there's a this enclave of former uh, Northeastern liberals that have come down to ruin Broward County. Um, and I, I want to engage with them, but then I, know, I think better of it, right? It's like with my kids. I gave you all the first lesson yesterday in how to talk to your family members who uh, may be uh, slightly liberal, very liberal, or just uh, don't even know what they are, not involved. Um, and I had some good c clues for you, and I think the Democrats are doing a great job leading people away from, you know, being such staunch Democrats. Um, but I thought better, you know, and I did not go back. And there was two reasons. I'm conflicted about Becky Tooley. I've known her for... I don't know, 30 years. I've known her as a political figure. I've known her as a community figure. I knew her husband who passed. I, you know, she's been a very a vociferous supporter of law enforcement. She and I have served on boards and, and gone to uh, meetings together over the last 30 years. And she's a very, um, she's a nice person. She's just politically messed up. You know, and when I say she's a nice person, she's a nice person who, like every other politician I know, somehow gets stained by corruption, whether it's her own or within her, you know, city or whatever. And it's just, it's so sad to me that even the nicest people get caught up in the, the nasty side of politics. And, um, you know, I, I did not want to get into a debate with this gentleman about voting or, for that matter, sitting in a place which is not normally reserved for politicking. Like, you have to be a certain amount of feet away from the polling booths. And, uh, you know, we do have a, a stretch leading up to where we vote in the West Wing, in my community, where people can put you know, there's signs and uh, do a little politicking in the parking lot when you park to, before you go in to vote. But this person was so far away from that um, that I really got a little, well, I got a little upset about it. You know, I don't need people all over the community sitting around with signs. You know, because if they're going to do that, then I got some signs I'd like to sit around with. You know, I'd like to sit there in my red Trump 2020 hat you know, the big sign that says, how dare you talk about our president that way? I don't know. I, you know, I don't do it because it's inappropriate. So why is it more appropriate for somebody else to do it with their particular candidate on? It's not. And I, I just, I frowned upon it. And then I said, Joyce, save this for when you get to work. You don't have to get all engaged and involved right now. You can just, uh, you know, talk about politics when you get to work. Or maybe not. Maybe today we'll talk about, you know, some of my favorite um, fast food restaurants. 
or maybe my favorite, um, I don't know, movies. Favorite music? Favorite take a break? So I really love it when um, leftist activists get hoisted on their own petard, and they do so often. One of those examples was uh, this, uh, I, I really don't know her work that, that well, uh, Deborah Messing. I know she was in some hit TV show, but we all know I don't watch hit TV shows, so it doesn't make, mean anything to me. But on this uh, International Women's Day last week, she posted a, uh, a picture on her Instagram account of cupcakes. The uh, cupcakes, see, to me, this is beyond ridiculous and disgusting. They were vagina cupcakes. And then she got in all kinds of trouble because she was deemed transphobic. You, you see, apparently, not all women have vaginas or something. I don't know. <laughs> She's a privileged, cisgendered white woman. And she was forced into an apology for her transgression. You can't make this stuff up. Oh, Will and Grace, that's the show she was in. You can't make this stuff up. She had to say, uh, Happy Be International Women's Day, powerful, beautiful, and sweet. Um, this photo was supposed to be light and sassy. I want to apologize to my trans sisters. The first thing I thought when I saw this photo was, wow, how wonderful. Each one is unique in color and shape and size. The porn industry has perpetuated this myth, myth of what a beautiful vagina looks like. This is such craziness. I, I, I can't even, I just can't wrap my mind around it. I love that this picture said every single one is beautiful and unique and that's powerful. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. I mean, as if that isn't sick enough. She gets slammed for it by women with penises, apparently. I, 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 I don't know what else to say. I mean, I'm just going to leave that story out there. When are we going to stop equating genitalia to gen gender that were the comments that were listed under her photograph i love you so much deborah but this is super exclusionary of trans women and that's not cool i hope you realize this literally excludes trans women my anatomy doesn't define me you know just a friendly reminder body parts do not equate gender yes they do that's exactly the only thing that equates gender. That doesn't mean you may feel like you're you're the wrong gender. You may, you know, but but you can't you can't just say it doesn't matter. Oh God! And then she issues an apology. That's what's so crazy. That's why, and I will be talking about this at some length today. That is why I was cheering last night. When uh, Tucker Carlson pushed back, and and he should have pushed back, because the comments that they are taking from ten years ago on the Bubba the Love Sponge show are very similar to the comments that in the 
election, in the run-up to the election in 2016, they took comments and sound from the Howard Stern show with President Trump, now President Trump at the time, candidate President Trump, where they were joking around about uh, things that mm, sounded quite misogynistic. And you know what the public did? There was a collective yawn from the supporters and the psychos who think that, uh, you know, that, that you're insulting trans women when you have vaginal cupcakes. I think you're insulting all women personally, but uh, that you're insulting these trans whatevers is so stop caving to mob rule. That's what he said. I'm with you, Tucker. We got your back. Has anybody noticed the absolute insanity of the polls? Because, you know, I've always questioned polls. And I've always wondered how, you know, we take them at face value. We're not really quite sure what we're reading because we seldom are given the questions with the polls. So you could be getting answers to a question that you don't think. Uh, should be asked, or a question asked in a way you don't think it should be asked. But be that as it may. I was looking at these poll numbers yesterday afternoon when I got home. And I had mentioned earlier in the show that uh, leading the Democrats in the uh, primary in Iowa would is uh, Joe Biden. Coming in second, I think Joe Biden was at like 27, and coming in second at 25 was Bernie Sanders, and then it drops all the way down to, into the single digits for um, Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, Cory Booker barely appears. Um, trying to think who else was on there. But anyway, yesterday, uh, Inslee, the, <laughs> the guy from uh, Washington, was apologizing for being a white male. I mean... That's uh, that is that's hard for me to understand. You know, if if that's not racism, then what is right? He's being condemned for being a white man. They were asking him questions. I don't know if it was at the southwest, west, northeast, whatever that thing was that some of them were at uh, or whether he was on a Sunday show. But it's not Jay Inslee is the climate guy. Let's just say that. He said he's running on a climate platform, period. That's his only mission. He wants to be the president of the United States so we can handle climate change. Okay. You have uh Hickenlooper, I just like saying his name, also a governor, and he's running. He managed to raise a th- uh, million dollars in one day. I think people just wanted to, you know, have someone in the race named Hickenlooper because it'll be so much more fun than if everybody has regular kind of names, right? Like we love Kamala, Kamala. I've heard it pronounced 10 different ways. Um, But Inslee was asked a question about why, you know, why the Democrats would want to go with a straight white male. 
and I heard it and I sat there and I was thinking to myself, wait a minute. If you said to, um, I don't know, anybody, you know, why would the Democrats want to go with a, you know, a gay black female, you would be considered very bigoted, right? You'd be a racist and a bigot and a homophobe all at the same time. But apparently there's no problem asking white guys, you know, why anybody would want to have a white male, straight male, mind you, as president or even running for the nomination. And and if you could have heard this guy defending himself, like the last time I checked, he's not responsible for his skin color. Isn't that why we were so, um, gr you know, grossed out by uh, racism against black people. Um, he's also not responsible for his gender, even though, according to uh, Deborah Messing's followers on Twitter, he can change it anytime he wants to and should be given that opportunity. But he's not. He's a white male. He's straight. I'm sorry. I, I mean, should he just pretend he's not straight? I, I don't know what they want from him. But there he was defending himself. And I thought, I could never vote for a man who chose to defend himself over his gender, his his color, his uh, gender preference. I, I would just say he's too weak, too weak to lead. But then I looked at that poll again. And I said, well, wait a second. If the Democrat Party um, under Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Ilhan Omar and all the rest of them, Ariana, Ariana Presley, if they, um, if they are rejecting white men, old white men, and they want people of color and women and blah, blah, blah in their primary process to get the nomination, then why are the two guys in the lead old white men? I mean, does that even make sense to you? Because <laughs> it didn't make sense to me. Now, I can tell you why, if you're not an idiot, it makes sense. Because those are two um, very seasoned politicians. They have tremendous name recognition, which really does matter. What is this breaking news from Mike Pompeo, uh, Secretary of State? I don't know. Oh, it's in Venezuela. What a mess, right? Decision to pull staff reflects deteriorating situation. Oh, that's right. They pulled the American staff out of uh, Caracas. Okay. But, you know, back to my, my commentary. Why would anybody want to belong to a party that says one thing and does another? You know, you're either not racist and bigoted and homophobic or you are. And if you cast aside anybody based on those subjects, you are racist, bigoted, and homophobic. Um, just because they're white males doesn't give you a pass. So I thought it was curious. I could tell you why I would support one of those candidates if I were a Democrat. I'll give you good reasons. First and foremost, not just experience, but Joe Biden is a public servant, has been forever. There's not many things about Joe Biden we don't know. Okay, so no matter what they bring up, including how he was for segregation and not for school busing, uh, people my age know that, you know, and a lot of them had good reasons. A lot of Democrats had good reasons. They did not believe that you shouldn't um, 
be able to go to a school in a in a black neighborhood and have the same quality of education that you got if you were in a white neighborhood. So it wasn't that they were anti the kids coming together. They were just anti um, leaving black schools to deteriorate and busing kids into white schools. Uh, or at least that's what they were saying. I don't know if that's really what they were feeling, though. But that's what they were saying. So Joe, Joe will survive that crazy Uncle Joe, even though it scared my son a little bit when I told him that. And he, of course, didn't believe me until he went online and heard it in Joe Biden's very voice. But I I could support Joe Biden because he has been a working class stiff and didn't get didn't become a millionaire in Washington. That's like a, a, a skill. Everybody else goes to Washington and within four or five years, they're like millionaires. And it's not easy to become a millionaire on a uh, $200,000 salary if you're raising a family and commuting from your home state to uh, Washington, D.C. So you really shouldn't become a millionaire, but the rest of them all do. Joe didn't. I don't know if he's a millionaire now, but for many, many years, he didn't have uh, more than the proverbial pot. And so I kind of can say, okay, I can support Joe. I think he does have a, a, a sense of the middle class. He still rides a train to, to work. There's some things about crazy Uncle Joe that you could, uh, you know, commend. He was a tremendous, uh, he went through tremendous personal tragedy, lost a, a wife and child early on, and then uh, lost his son, Bo, uh, dramatically, and it, you know, just knocked him out of a, potential uh, 2016 run so there's uh, you know there are things you could say about uh, jolton joe when it comes to bernie sanders hey if you're a democrat and you believe that all these young socialist democrats or democrat socialists or whatever they call themselves are on track well then bernie's your guy he invented them okay bernie is the guy who started the movement bernie is the guy that they worked for you know uh Alexandria was a Bernie poll worker, a Bernie campaign worker. Uh, I believe so were some of the other seven. Ariana Presley. Um, and, and there's another one. I, I don't know if the two uh, uh, hijab-wearing um, Muslim congresswomen worked for Bernie Schaefer or Bernie Sanders. I doubt it, but uh, but they might have. So if you're going to vote for somebody who's got that Democrat socialist bent... You might as well go with the grandpappy of the movement, Bernie, right? But doesn't it still fly in the face of everything they're saying about how they want women of color and younger leadership? They want young, vibrant ideas and climatologists and I don't know what else, transgendered people. Well, Joe and Bernie, they don't fit. They don't get any checks in those boxes. The socialism box, that's the only one they get a check in. Not so sure about the Medicare for all. I know Bernie's a big proponent. I don't know about Joe Biden. I really don't. I haven't heard him talk about it. But we will be hearing him soon because my prediction, you can take this to the bank, uh, Joe will announce before the end of the month. And he is going to run. I can tell you that right now. They're laying the groundwork for a Joe Biden candidacy. And I can't wait till he gets into his first debate with President Donald Trump um, at which time he's going to threaten to take him behind the woodshed or something. And it's just going to be the two crazies going at each other in the debate. I'm just, I think it would be worth the price of admission. Bernie too. Bernie can, uh, you know, 
he he got spotter. Um, that will be interesting. Not as interesting as Joe and uh, and Donald, though. That that's as good as it gets. I mean, that's like cage match. You know, uh, I think they should be locked into the debate for format format, right? And w- somebody has to you know die before the it ends, right? They got to fight to the end. It'd be wouldn't be that long. They're kind of both old, but. You know. So much for the uh, new Democrats and the young Democrats and the women of color and the, uh, you know, the gay Democrats and the this Democrats and that. They're going to end up with an old white candidate. Mark my words. Okay. It's either going to be Biden or it's going to be Bernie. And if it's not one of them, then the person who it's going to be hasn't even entered the race yet. Because I still in the back of my mind. In the dark recesses of my mind, when I put my head down on the pillow at night, a face comes before me and I scream. I just, I scream at the top of my lungs. But hey, becoming was a huge hit. So I think she may be becoming the candidate. Hickenlooper, Ninsley. You know what Ninsley's um, campaign slogan is? We're the first generation impacted by climate change and the last that can stop it. Jay, that's too long. <laughs> it's not. You got to have like a little catchy one like make America great again. Yeah, that's definitely too long. But you should just go useless because that's what he's going to be at the end of this. Useless. Uh, just a, an, a, an afterthought. But you know what? These guys are all angling for cabinet positions when the final person emerges. That's all. Like Jay Inslee wants to be the uh, you know, energy cabinet secretary or the guru of climatology. I don't know what he wants to be. And Hickenlooper, he just wants people to say his name on TV as much as possible. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accommodate him, too. I'm going to just, even when he's out of the race, which will be shortly... I'm still going to say Hickenlooper just because it's such a great name, right? If you could pick a name, it would probably not be Hickenlooper. Well, at least people remember his name. <laughs> Absolutely. We got a lot of trials this week. You have the sentencing, the final sentencing, I think, in the Paul Manafort case. He already has gotten four years from Judge Ellis, but now he stands in front of a judge who <laughs> isn't uh, isn't particularly... Uh, well, let me say this. He isn't particularly open-minded. How's that? He is a an Obama appointee, and he is going to probably uh, throw the book at Paul Manafort on the federal charges. And look, I'm not a big Manafort fan or anything. I was not that thrilled when uh, President Trump brought him into the campaign, although he did get him through the convention. He knew how to make sure that he didn't get ripped off the way Bernie got ripped off with delegates and super delegates, all that crap. Uh, Manafort knew how to work that. And he was only there for, what, 100 days? Not even. I don't know. Not a long time, anyway. So uh, it's not like I'm a big Manafort defender, but I have to tell you, what this man has been put through, and as the judge pointed out, put through now because he's a, uh, was affiliated with Donald Trump, those supposed crimes, and they are crimes, 
happened a long time ago, and the Southern District knew all about him and chose not to prosecute him. The only reason he got prosecuted for those crimes was because he was an associate of President Trump, and that should not be a crime. In America, being an associate of the president should not be a crime, should not make you vulnerable uh, to legal cases that you probably would never have been vulnerable for had you not had an affiliation with the president. But all bets are off with this president. He's the barnstorming change maker. They hate him. And they will do anything to bring him down, including try to destroy everyone around him. And, you know, they're, they're uh, going through them. Roger Stone's in court this week. Uh, so he'll have some, you know, I think Roger Stone is probably uh, going to have more problems than he ever dreamed possible with this case. I don't think it's going to end up being uh, a good thing for him. The Florida felons are all uh, out there registering each other to vote. <laughs> you got to love this. Only in Florida, right? Felons rally to register other felons to vote. Come on down. You know, it's like. Well, somebody's got to get them together to do it. I just, I really have a, a problem with that whole, you know, just blanket um, amnesty for these felons. I, I believe that you should always have the right to um, win back your voting rights uh and it's fascinating to me that they they are so quick to say let's automatically give felons the right to vote again um should we also give felons the right to carry guns again just asking that doesn't really um match their agenda though right we're trying to take the guns away from law-abiding citizens like me so they're not going to champion that but they are championing their right to vote them and illegal immigrants and people 16 why Because if they don't get this passed and done, Democrats are never going to win elections again.